Welcome all to all my fantasy children live from Jeff's apartment, Pax Unplugged, Philadelphia edition 2017. Yes, this episode is a touch shorter. Our senior wizards were so eerie, they did not even use a prompt. The fools! However, they are armed with Madeline Hale's table fables available on Amazon, so everything worked out fine. Next week's episode will be proper, so stay tuned. We love you, and we hope you enjoy. Fuck it, we know you will enjoy. Hey, Aaron. Hi, Jeff. I My throat can literally not do the bit. No. I'm not going to even try. No, no. It's not happening this week. It's not, because why is that, Jeff? Because uh, welcome to all my fantasy children. Live from my apartment, PAX Unplugged Weekend, there is an adorable kitty on my table. If yes. you hear any purring noises, it's because she's in a good mood. See, this is a podcast where every week, Jeff and I pet a kitty. And then we uh, we wander the streets of Philadelphia. Uh, we try to get into bars. Aaron's license is expired. Fuck! <laughs> um, yes. So, Junior Wizards, uh, I have a confession to make. We were out last night with Dan and Meg and a Junior Wizard, and I wanted to be cool. And my license is expired. And the only reason why is because I want a Jersey one so I can drive, and not a New York one. I was denied at a bar. <laughs> Because he was like, your license is expired. Your license is expired. I can't, I can't let you I in. I can't let you in. I was like, you've... Mr. Wait, Mr. Jeans was... Mr. Jeans was was, was... was bouncer at the bar. And I really wanted to be like... He's had a lot of careers. I really wanted to be like, come on, man, please. <laughs> I have somebody who listens to the podcast with us. And like, we're all just going to grab a quick drink. For the love of fuck, God, <laughs> help me out. So I look like a complete loser. But I'm sharing this story in the intro of an episode because I want people to know that I am not. You can cool. achieve your dreams. <laughs> you can achieve your dreams if you just get your license renewed regularly in the state that which you got it, so you can drive again. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you keep your license. This is a this is a public service announcement. Make sure to renew your licenses. Thank you for your sponsorship. Thank you for this big bag of money. Big bag of money from the New Jersey DMV. Got it. Got it. So this is a podcast where we take character <laughs> listener props and spin them into role playing game characters. Aaron, do we have a prop this week? Um. We don't really. We don't really. Uh, I could grab one real quick. Um, so what we're going to do this week is probably just go table. We, we've got Madeline Hale's Table Fables. Yes. And we're just going to create a character. We've gotten a few requests over the years for, for buy the books character creation. That is true. So we're going to do this. Madeline Hale's Table Fables, available on Amazon. Yeah. Um, it's very, very good. It's really good. Buy. We're just going to start from the top and just start going. All right. So we're going to roll on a culture table real quick. Yeah. Jeff, give me a D8. Reach past the key. It was the one that you didn't push towards me. <laughs> Eight. That is a dwarf. All right, we got we got dwarves. Got another dwarf. Dwarves are good. Real quick, let's roll on a pronoun. Okay. D6, please. One, he. Okay, so he is a dwarf. He's a dwarf. Okay, so this is one of the tables where it gets a little wacky. Sure. Their age. All right, give me- The options, though, are <laughs> infant, young child, adolescent, young adult, middle age- so do you want to take away infant, young child, infant, so we don't have, like, a baby yeah, on our hands? Right. All right, so roll me, just roll me a d6. Okay. Well, what if we just bumped them, because there's not an option for old or very old? Well, there is an option for elderly, but there's an option for dying, okay. so if we take out that and infant, we got six. Okay, perfect. One. And the animal d6 are back, by the way. Animal d6. Hell yeah. One horse. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's a young child. All right. We're cool with this. Young child, how old? 
Uh, I'm gonna say just at the cusp, but like, a, like the moment they be, be become an adult, because this is the story of somebody pursuing their dream. This is the moment of somebody pursuing their destiny. Because dwarves, they've got the thing that they say. I get that. It can be a young age, like a twelve year old. Yeah. All right. You know, the young child. Yeah. Fuck it. They're young like child goes on, Young child goes on a magical adventure. Nice. Yes, of course. All right. <laughs> okay. So the next table, NPC disposition. So disposition. Do you want to give me a D six? D six. Animal E6, go! Six, eagle. Jeff, this is a hostile 12 year old. <laughs> okay. This is a bad kid. This is a bully. This is a bull. Oh shit, Jeff, it's a dwarven it's bully. Dwarven bully. Okay, uh, alignment, religion, financial status. Financial, financial status? status? Yeah, of course. Bullies, gotta know it. One D6, please. One, horse. Motherfuckers rich. Yeah, of <laughs> course. They're rich, young bully. Spoiled rich bully. So there's a spoiled young rich dwarf. Uh do you want to roll on a name later or do you want to figure one out now? We can roll on a name. Roll me a first name and then like the last name will come up as we figure out what their first word was. Okay. Roll your first name. <laughs> Give me a D one hundred, please. I already have some real uh, some real thoughts. <laughs> Four. His name is fucking Alfred. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. Alf, of course. Alfred. All right. Alfred. Alfie. Alfie the... Oh. Alfie. Alfie the dwarf is a rich little shit. He's spoiled. He's snotty. He's a bully. Why? I have a pitch for this. I would love to hear it. So dwarves have this magical thing where, like, your first word is, like, your destiny, right? There's this weird thing Decides of, like... Decides the course of, like... Yeah, your, your entire life. Yeah. So Alfie's first word... Alfie is special. He's a... He's a... He's a... He's an edge case. His first word was me. Oh. So he's, like, just all about himself. That was his. That, that was, was his, his first word, and he has to decipher that. God, you have long claws. Mm-hmm. Don't move that paw. It's deep in my hand. Do you need me to? Do you no, no, no. That's fine. She's not pressing. Okay, she's just telling you. She's just letting you know she's most important. That's true. She's trying to eviscerate my pinky. <laughs> um, okay, so his first word is me. Yeah. What do you think that's interpreted as for, uh, like, by the parents and stuff? You know what I mean? No one has any goddamn idea. Actually, you know what? Because he's rich. He's rich as So fuck. his parents are rich. So they're like, okay, great. He's all, he's all good. Yeah. He's going to look out for himself. And he's going to look out for himself. Is that is all everybody thinks? Like, he'll be completely self-sufficient? Jeff, is this an independent 12-year-old? Yes. Is he out in the world already? Because they're like me. All right, great. He knows how to, he'll know how to, oh my God, this cat is so cute. He knows how to take care of himself. Set him up with his own apartment. Yeah. Okay, so... Alfred, and he has the ability, and like the magical thing is that like it turns out they were at least a little bit right. They put him in an apartment, and he's like, "Well, I guess I got to negotiate a lease." <laughs> wow, so <laughs> well, he's like super independent. That's maybe yeah, because like there's dwarf like like the first word thing is like word mag is like as form of magic. Yeah. So like yeah, the fact that his first word is me, like he actually do- like you put him in a situation, he has the ability to be like, "All right, this is what I got to figure out. I'm 12, but I gotta like." Figure out a lease. What does that... Okay, so what does that tell you, though, about someone? That they're super independent, that they're super smart, that this is, like, a brilliant That they're an egotistical asshole. Yes, also that. (laughs) That's why they're hostile. Because, like, that's why they're... Well, they're hostile because they're they're that kind of, like, smart but not compassionate. 
where they're like, I've got this figured out. Why don't you? Because I'm 12. Is he hyper-intelligent? Um, uh, yes. He's hyper-intelligent. He's hyper-practically intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's not like a super Yeah, no, scientist. he like, it's not like someone who like has a lot of degrees. It's like the person who knows how to do their fucking taxes yeah, and shit. Yeah. They it's know all adult stuff at 12. They, yeah. And they're really frustrated that you at 30 don't have this figured out. So like his neighbor, Jerry comes over and he's like, Alfie, you gotta help me. The IRS, the door of an IRS is after me because I'm back on my taxes. And he's like, oh my god, Jared. And then, like, does his taxes in, like, ten- here, it's really not that complicated. Just yeah. let me do it, you fucking idiot. Okay, so, Alf, what's Alfie's last name? Independence. Aaron's head is in his hands. Oh, God. This is me at home, by the way, whenever you give me these names. Alfie Independence. Alfie Independence. Alfie has it figured out. He like you put him in a situation. He knows how to. He knows how to do his taxes. He knows how to negotiate a really great deal on a used car. He's basically boss baby. No, he's ba- <laughs> so he's kidding. not entirely not the boss baby. So he has it all figured out. He's doing and great. He's just really shitty because like because like he's pretty sure you should have this figured out, and he will be the first person to tell you that. Okay. So what's the next table to roll on? Um. Okay. So it's kind of like when my question was going to be is he has it all figured out until items. Does he have a magical item? So what? So Alfie's thing is that he's independent. He has it all figured out. Yes. But what he's got figured <clears throat> out are mundane things. Mm. The things that he has the supernatural, the sort of magical dwarven ability to figure out are like lifestyle stuff. That and like keeping yourself alive. Like he knows how much water he like he's known he he can feel. It's like a magical attunement of like I know how to keep myself at homeostasis in every situation. And like yeah, I can I I'm <clears throat> I can support myself any any context. Yes. Ooh, that's kind of cool by the way. It is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. But it is also a thing that is really likely to make you a piece of shit. Oh, absolutely. You'd be so arrogant. That's you know the thing. exactly what he's you need. He's because, like, he's like, I got, he, and it, it's that, like, I got this figured out. I'm good. I got mine. Fuck you. Until what? Until something completely magic, until something magical falls in his lap, until he lands, a, until a magical item falls in his lap, and, like, the ability to be an, a successful adult gives you no guidance on how to interact with a magical fucking object that lands in your lap. You know what it is? He's not exactly the best neighbor. Right. right? He is, for lack of a better term, like, that asshole. That's like, do you mind keeping your music down? You're like, I have headphones on, man. Just not the nicest 12-year-old. He's a Hey, hey, hey. You're going to throw a party? Can you, like, file with the the neighborhood association? Because, like, there's forms. We have forms to fill it out. I wrote those forms. They're good forms. There's three people in my backyard. Does someone send him a magical item that has a curse on it? <gasps> yes. Does someone curse him? Yes, it's a spiteful gesture. All right, so we're going to roll a, like, a pretty much a mundane treasure table. 1d100, please. Right, okay. And then we'll roll on a curse. All right. 90. He has sent a torn and slightly burnt map. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Which will lead... Oh, that's a perfect item to be cursed. Oh, God, it's so good to get cursed. Curse table. Curses. 68. So a neighbor who he has 
he's just made so many enemies, right? That a neighbor is like he doesn't even know who it could possibly be. Yes, someone has sent him. someone has sent him this map. Roll me another d hundred, please, for a curse. Oh, kitty, you are so cute. Twenty one. Twenty one. The target is followed by honeybees and ladybugs <laughs> at all times. <laughs> Angry bees. Angry bees are always nearby. No, that's very good. Because <laughs> it's just, it's not like actively harmful because he's not allergic to bees. Okay. It's just, it's just that he's constantly like, ah, fuck, bees, shit. They always take up residence in his home. No yeah. matter where he lives and in any, every room of his apartment, there will be a lot of ladybugs and a lot of bees. And that disrupts his balance. Because he's got to constantly be dealing with Aaron. I have something. Okay. Do you want me to pitch the thing that I have? Yes, please. Are you sure? Because oh. it's very good. I'm ready. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put the book down and be ready. Okay. So he's afflicted with a curse that surrounds him with with bees. Yes. But he is uniquely sued. He is the unique ability to uh, impact his to like be an adult and like fend for himself. Yes, it's kind of like he imparts himself and, like, uh, he can control a situation. So if you had a bunch of bees... Does he become a beekeeper? He becomes a beekeeper and a honeymaker. I am very disappointed. (laughs) Why? All right, if that's the case, that's your pitch. Why the fuck? Just to, to, to he wants to dominate bees. He just wants to have bees under his palm. Hi, Kitty. Uh, why? When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. When life gives you an endless supply of angry bees, you make honey. Do they do? Okay, okay, no. The bees teach him, Jeff, how to not be such a fucking asshole. Is that it? Because it's the one thing he no, can't bully. He's still an asshole. Okay, but does he love the bees? I think I think he loves the Does bees. Does he respect the bees? I think you know what? I because think they sting him. I think he sees himself in the bees. Okay. Because they've got it figured out. They know what their purpose they is. They are so if you're efficient. a honeybee, if you're a honeybee, your purpose is to make honey. Yeah. And if somebody crosses you, you are willing to die so that you can just impart them a painful sting. And like in any scenario, like if you put bees somewhere, like they'll figure it out, and make a hive. Same as them. So he sees himself he yeah. so he sees a it's a kindred spirit for bees. Okay, that's great. So he starts hanging out with bees. What about the ladybugs? Does he fucking hate them? <laughs> they serve no purpose. They are <laughs> nothing. They, I hate them. They are they are the curse. But the they, bees are the blessing. But they love him. He just constantly his clothes constantly oh, have them, oh. and he's like, oh, oh god, I hate this. I hate these. Be- I hate the bees. The, the ladybugs are the curse. The bees are the blessing. Are a blessing. Okay, so he changes his name. Stop Alfred Honeybee. (laughs) Okay. Work work through it. I'm I'm working through it. And then what? He starts... He... Does he start like a bee? Does this his business? Yes. So he sells their honey? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That is fine. What city are we in? Uh, Do you want to make one up? We can do that with this book. Well, I, I have a pitch. Actually, oh, I have a pitch. Yeah. I, We're I, in Geode. Okay. Which, and partially that's why people don't like him, because Geode is a city of artists and of makers and of things, and this is a dude that's like, 
I do taxes. Yes, like he is. He is like, like I, I manage a low risk mutual fund. He's a suit. Yeah, he's a suit in a city of like passionate city creatives. Of, yeah. yeah, and he's like a pure. He does not. He actively. He's actively hostile towards artists. He's like whatever. That's fine. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm 12 and you're making, you're making things <laughs> about like your, you're making things about your failing marriage and I'm 12. I don't understand what and I love also is. Don't give a shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Not to, not paying you. Good but day. But also like, he's saying this while petting a bee. Like, I don't understand what love is. Like, love is I don't some bullshit. What love is. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you get a little angry. Oh, you little guy. Oh, 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 he farted. Oh. <laughs> But he's like these artists talking about things that he's painting a picture of the beehive in the corner of the room, and he's like, "Fuck so, these artists!" So he's like, so he gets so he's just angry, right? He's like, "I don't, you know, fuck this place. I don't want. I don't belong here. This is not where my destiny is. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. I'm going to where people appreciate food, and where they appreciate where they appreciate like plants and nature. I'm going." To pure Ethra Guild. Okay. So okay. his quest becomes having to navigate the world outside of Geode as a 12-year-old with a magical cursed map and a box of bees. What does the map look like? It's burnt. Where does it go? I think it is of... Is it of the world? Yes. Is okay. So he has a map of the world and it's burnt. Is the burnt spot Purether Guild, and that's where he wants to get to. Yes. Because that's beautiful. That's he, very good. That's like where they'll appreciate my craft for food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So is that it? He just goes out? He's he embarks. He's got a box he's got a crate. I'm picturing sort of a twelve year old lone wolf and cub situation where he has to like walk the earth <laughs> seeking out Purether Guild and he has like a large cart. Because you know like the beak like the beekeepers you know, he's got that. He's a hive in a box. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crawling with bees. It's crawling covered in bees. <laughs> he is just in covered in ladybugs. And so he just has to walk. He's just wandering, going on adventures, like sword and bees. And he has no sword. His only no. attack is he just goes, bees. <laughs> and bees swarm you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. So he's leaving Geo. Yes. Okay. And now he's uniquely unsuited to everything that comes after because, like, his adult instinct says, I should just, like, open a, a honey stand. Like, yeah. this is this is absurd. So he doesn't want to sell that. He doesn't want to do that? He doesn't want to sell it to people that he does not think would appreciate it. Oh, wow. He's a dick. He's a dick. Oh, wow. What a dick. Okay, so he's only, he wants to sell it to, or actually, he's one of those, no, he's one of those rich wine snobs. You know, those people who are like, ew, like, he's a billionaire, like, Wall Street guy who goes into, like, the, have you ever watched Shark Tank? Yeah. Kevin, Kevin O'Leary is obsessed with fucking wine. He's like a billionaire. And I'm like, you can't be passionate about this now. You've destroyed probably people's lives endless times. So, well, and the other half of it is that, the other half of it is that to hear him tell the story, I wanted to go where people would properly appreciate my work. To hear literally anyone else in Geode tell the story, yeah, I love honey. I didn't want to buy that guy's honey because he's a piece of shit. That kid's honey. You want to know that kid. child's fucking honey? Because that kid's a fucking asshole. He's so weird. He's such a rich shit. He's like, he's just mean. He's a mean kid. Like, 
I went to buy some of his honey, and he wouldn't sell it to me because I couldn't name three flavors of honey. Okay, just real. My last question for you is: What is the conflict on the road to Purethra Guild? Besides being twelve and like <laughs> ha- having a bee cart and a covered in ladybugs, does he does he ever make it there, or does he find a life outside of Purethra Guild satisfying? I think it's both. Okay, I think he does make it to Purethra Guild, but he does eventually find the 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 road life very satisfying. Because I was thinking about this in terms of all my fantasy children. We have a lot of people that find the road, like, lonely or painful. What if there's someone that just fuck... Like, I think his thing is that he fucking loves it. To the point where he starts the fantasy equivalent of the first ever food truck. I love... Okay, so he has a food truck. It's a honey truck. It's a 12-year-old on a cart with horses. Riding from, I need, we just need to lay this out because it's the greatest visual. Victor, you're in town and you just hear, and like a truck cart starts coming and you look and it's just surrounded by a cloud and you're like, oh, it's dust. They're very excited. And you look closer. Oh God, those are bees. Covering the town. Ladybugs and bees are covering the town. You're like, he's here. Ah! But it's just part of the presentation, right? He arrives, and suddenly he's like, bees are here, and they converge back in the cart. And everybody's like, that's a terrible way to sell your business, because I'm, I'm covered terrified. in bee Okay. <laughs> and he arrives, and he just starts hawking honey. And people buy it, and they're like, you're, you're a monster. Holy shit. This is expertly crafted honey. This is the best honey I've ever had in my life. So he's still rich. He he becomes he becomes independently wealthy as opposed to like inherited wealthy. Can I tell you what happens to him? That's yeah. Our end. So as a child, he's twelve years old. He's a twelve year old dwarf. Yeah. Alfie Alfie. What was his last name? Independence or Hun- Alfie Hun- Alfred Honeybee. Alfred Honeybee as a child is like basically running this traveling lemonade stand. Yeah. Like uh, slinging honey, uh, promoting his honey business because to him it's just like they're just. There, it's a kindred spirit. He's like one with the bee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, and you, pro- he thinks he's producing a service by like, you know, uh, providing an example and yeah. like helping, he helps people be more like him, like me. And these bees are providing, you know, they, bees would already use honey. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not like yeah. a fucking byproduct. We did take it. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm sharing what they do that they would, their self-sustaining thing. As an adult, Jeff, does he does he keep doing this or does he because I'm thinking he he stops he sets up or he has like a place that he has honey from and it creates because the bees are like have a home now a forest of like flowers that's beautiful and so like a, you know that you're near Alfred Honeybee's area because there is a literal like okay imagine if like the Amazon were just giant flowers and beautiful like just greenery yeah yeah the honey honeybee forest. The honeybee, oh god, the honeybee forest. I also have an ending note, but finish your ending thought. So somewhere in the world, on the way, I don't think he ever gets to Purethra. Really. Yeah, I think I think he just sets up some. He sets up his shop. He sets up his shop outside Geode as a big middle <laughs> finger to the city. This there is outside of Geode, like right outside the Great Gate. Yeah, I'm sure there yeah. is. Is a gigantic forest of like gigantic flowers and like 
tree-sized daffodils and some are man-eating plants. It's not a, it's a beautiful place. Yep. Not the most welcoming place because the bees have thrived. And they're giant bees now. Oh, the bees, yes. very large. So it is now a quite, is it a dangerous place? Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you gotta put in the effort. And like, you gotta put in an effort partially because like, because he's a piece of shit. Yes. He's like, you need to put in the effort to get this honey. You have to earn the trust of the bees. This is a place, Jeff, he's become like a quest NPC. It's like, there's an adventurer that's like, I need you, adventurer, to, to venture into the, what's honey it called? Honeybee forest. Honeybee forest and gather me the great honey of Alfred Honeybee. You would have to go on quest, like, you would get to the gate and a giant to, like, bee guard. Bees. Are they like human bee, like human, there are human-sized bees. They're like, human-sized bees, but they're still just bees. bees like, they're like, still just chasing Yeah, you. they're like Hovering, there's a giant bee at this adventure, and, and he's he had like, to, like run after bees. He's like, you must earn our trust to enter Honeybee Forest. Riddle me that, like you have to, you have to. It's like a new kingdom, and of he's bees. added just a bunch of really, and like all of them are designed because he's like, nah, fuck it, it's too easy to get this honey. I don't need your money. I need you to prove that you want this honey. You gotta earn the respect of my boys, all my bee friends. Now I do have a follow up ending note. Because he loved the road life. He loved traveling. He loved going place to place. He loved selling his oh, wares. Absolutely. So what does he do with the money that he earns now that he has his forest and he has his bees? <clears throat> what? He starts franchising other food carts. The food cart industry booms. In all of fantasy? All through fantasy, people are like, I can make a food cart. I just need a cart and some horses and, and you gotta pay it. you gotta buy fucking Wait, so he owns the concept of a fucking food what a no, dick. No. He, does he does he like like he fucking uh what do you call it? When you He like, starts he like he copyrights food carts? He starts well he starts franchising them out. So like if somebody's got a restaurant, he's like, This is good. This is good. Like he sends a rep he sends a bee. Yeah, he sends a bee, a bee comes to your house. A, a big one. A large bee. Oh, oh god. Oh, what do you oh god? I like to talk to you about a business opportunity. It has I a see hat. you have a re- I see you have a restaurant. Have you considered making it mobile? That's actually a pretty solid idea because I feel like I'm not getting as much foot traffic in my current. <laughs> you should invest in a in, in a you should invest in a in an Alfred Honeybee brand food cart. Ooh, he makes a really like impressive brand of food cart. Is it? Does he invent the engine? That he he invents the honey engine. The honey engine honey. that runs on honey. So you have to buy his honey. That's the get. That's the gimmick. That's the trick. It only runs on Alfred Honeybee honey and the engine that runs the food cart. It'll keep it powered for like ten days. Yeah, one one engine. One engine of it will run for like a, for like two years. But you need a cup of Alfred honey, and to get it, you have to, you have to go to the honeybee forest. Jeff, that's the quest. <laughs> if you want to start like a fucking, if you want this, and you want this, essentially this power source. Yeah, that's how adventurers get in on it. Where it's like you need this to power the crystal of life. Yeah, you need Alfred Honeybee's honey. <laughs> so he's now become a quest NPC. Yeah, I love this. This is a think of fabulous place to wrap. All right, we're good. Kingdom, we're good. Fuck, piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Um, so. Who thank, do we thank? Thank you to Madeline Hale for making Table Fables, because yeah, we would not uh, have gotten here without it. Like, everybody, I can't stress enough how good this book is. It's not like, it's not like Madeline Hale's giving us money. No. Like, I gave them money for this book, and I think you should, too. Like, honestly, if you're... So, it's called The Collection of Tables for the Weary Game Master, because, like, legit... There's so many tables in there for so many things. It's like it's dungeons. Like you could roll break. a dungeon, a dungeon event, dungeon, like, uh, like, dungeon descriptions, taverns, tavern descriptions. Like, you don't even have to write an adventure. You just roll on this, and it fucking gives it to you, and it's dope. Um, 
But if you want to submit a prompt to our podcast, there's so many ways to do it. There sure are. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast. Huh, just dabbed. And use the hashtag <laughs> fantasy children. Huh. Uh, a side note, I'm going to start saying, like, if you're submitting a prompt, I would I would push you to use the hashtag fantasy children. Yes. Because we get a lot of ats that aren't that, and it'll make it, it makes it a lot easier if you have the hashtag on yes, it. Yes, yes, absolutely. To know that that's a prompt. Yeah. And so, so when we, so when we do search for prompts, we'll search. We can search hashtag, hashtag fantasy, fantasy children. children. Yeah. It'll make it easier to find it. So yes. Tweet at us at AMFC podcast, at AMFC underscore podcast with the hashtag fantasy children. Yes. Uh, post on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. Yep. You can also email us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Oh. You can also post on our Discord, the link to which is pinned to our Twitter. Yep. Or you can use our website at allmyfantasychildren.com and use the prompt submission form. Yeah, like honestly, just send them away. Like send Fire them, them off. Send them away. We need a lot. We, the more the chance, the more chances, you know, it's like a gotcha pond. Like, you know, if yeah. you want that prompt, you just send it in. Send a million of them if you want your prompts. Um, what else? Uh, if you enjoyed the show, consider backing us on i or backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash all my fantasy children. Yep. You can also give us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout out, or just a word of mouth recommendation. Tell a friend about the show. It helps us find new listeners. It helps us grow and do bigger, better, and cooler things. Yeah, it's it's that is a tremendous fucking resource it's just, that it's we a little, cannot underrate. It's a little thing that makes this, that makes a big impact. Yeah, if if this podcast this week, if or has has ever given you anything. The, I beg of you, just give us an iTunes review so that you can give something back to us. Cause it is tremendous. So, like, uh, thank you to our newest Patreon backer, Leah at Worry Tweets on Twitter. Uh, I hope you, I hope you get to go out in the city of Philadelphia with two people who have a podcast that you listen to and back on Patreon. And I hope you get into the first bar that you go to. Hope you get into the first bar that you get into, so... And you have a great time at that first bar. Yeah, so that you don't have to go to, like, two other ones. And a hotel bar. And then bar. end up at a hotel bar. <laughs> yeah, I hope that happens to you. And thank you so much for backing us. Uh, it means the world. Um, Jeff, you have a second podcast. I do. It's called Party of One. It is an actual play about two-player role-playing games. Every week, I sit down with a guest one-on-one, and we play through a short, fun, self-contained RPG session. Yes. You can find that at partyofonepodcast.com. Dad. Dad. Um, uh, do you have a verbal hug this week? You have um, a PAX verbal hug? PAX wrap, wrap, wrap up? Take the time to just tell your friends that you like them. Because, like, one of the, you know, the, the cool thing about, like, living in the future... Yeah. Is that like, you know, I've just gone through two and a half gaming conventions. I say half because I didn't make it to a catacon. Sorry, a catacon. I felt really bad, but plans fell through. Um, so I've gone through this. Thank I've you. seen a lot of people for like. <laughs> that was a catacon. Oh, thank you. Good. I'm glad to hear, glad thank to hear that. Thank you, Jeff, for saying that. <laughs> um, I've just gone through two and a half gaming cons and like I've seen a lot of people and then I'm not going to really see them for like months. So just like take the time today or whenever. Take the time today to say to someone, like, I like you, and I'm glad we're friends, and I value the time that we spend together. Because you might not see them for a while, and you'll miss them. And so, like, you know, let them go on the road with that warmth of, like, I'm, like, somebody took, somebody was, somebody showed me some love today. Yeah, in the age where everybody is at, like, an arm's reach for, like, Twitter and things like that, you know, uh, do acknowledge that, like, their friendship is precious and valuable and, you know, not every everybody isn't always at an arm's length, physically right. especially, 
And you should appreciate that. So don't be scared to take the time to tell someone that you like them. Yeah, just little nice things like that go a long way towards, like, brightening someone's day. And it'll brighten your day. Yeah, absolutely. There you Um, go. There's my nice packs. Is that it? Um... Yeah, that was it. This is it on All My Fantasy Children Live Apartment Edition. Yeah. Um, the cat's in the other room. I think she's asleep. So cat, call it. Cat, cat was bored fence asleep. And uh, on that note, good, good night, night and good, good game. game.